Good Friday, everybody, and welcome back to the Zealous Coach Podcast. Uh, It is Good Friday in the year 2020, and I want to thank you for taking the time out of your day to join me. I pray all is well with each of you and your families. I know times are tough right now, so I want to make sure and start off with prayer today. So if you can, please bow your head with me now. Heavenly Father, I want to thank you for this time we have together right now. I want to ask you to bless this message. I pray it in some way inspires and or encourages those who are listening. We pray for guidance in this current time, not only for ourselves, but for our families, for those that we work with and the athletes that we work with. We ask that we may be a beacon for you in this time for those who are closest to us. It is that time of year where we take an extra chance to remember the great lengths you went to to prove your love to us by sending your son to die on the cross while we were still sinners that we may be saved and have eternal life with you. We praise you for all you are and all you've done. And in Jesus' name we pray, amen. So here we are on Good Friday, a day when we remember our Lord and Savior being tortured and killed. Seems like a normal thing to do, right? To, to think of somebody and torturing and killing them and how it's considered good. So I want to ask you a quick question. How is your normal? Now, of course, I know things are not normal for really any of us right now. Our way of life has changed dramatically in the last month or so. Things we once took for granted, we can no longer do. Walking into a store and chatting with someone we haven't seen in a while or grabbing a pack of toilet paper because you need it, not just because it's there. And for many, including my family, we can't just pack up and go visit our parents or our grandparents. I can't take my kids to play at the park because the playground equipment is closed off. There are no pickup basketball games to hop into for an hour. We can't prepare our teams, whether in season or preparing for the next one. And unfortunately, on this, the holiest of weekends, we'll be watching our church services at home. And while things seem dark and bleak at many times right now, and nothing compared to the, quote, good, unquote, Friday that Jesus encountered. If you can forgive me for my all-too-quick summation of Matthew 27, Jesus' good Friday began facing the chief priests and the elders who tie him up and hand him over to Pilate. His disciple who betrayed him winds up remorseful, returning the money he received and hangs himself. Jesus faces Pilate, who doesn't really want to try him, but also doesn't want to upset the people. His wife tells him she's been tortured in her dreams and begs him to stay out of it. He offers the crowd a choice of who to set free, Barabbas or Jesus, and when they choose Barabbas, he chooses to wash his hands of the matter. Jesus is mocked, he's tortured, he's crucified between two common criminals. The land turns dark in the middle of the day, and when he takes his last breath, the curtain of the sanctuary is torn in two. The earth quakes, rock splits, and many bodies of the saints were raised back to life, coming out of their tombs, entering Jerusalem, and appearing to many people. Now, Can you imagine the look, the feeling of those who had begged for Christ to be crucified when they see all this happening? Hey, man, he was dead yesterday. Why? Why is he back here and I seeing him now? And what about the disciples? They interrupted their normal lives, fishing, collecting taxes, to become followers of Christ. They left everything to follow Christ. And just as they got used to this normal, he's gone. No longer there to lead them. 
how could they have been prepared for this? Yes, now three times Jesus predicted his death. Uh, the first in Matthew 16, 21. It says, from that time onwards, Jesus began to explain to his disciples that he would have to go to Jerusalem and endure much suffering from the elders, chief priests, and scribes, and finally be killed and be raised to life again on the third day. And again, a little later in Matthew, in 17, chapter 17, verses 22 through 23. As they went about together in Galilee, Jesus told them, The Son of Man is going to be handed over to the power of men, and they will kill him. And on the third day he will be raised to life again. This greatly distressed the disciples. And the last time in, in Matthew's version, in chapter 20, in verses 17 through 19, Then, as he was about to go up to Jerusalem, Jesus took the twelve disciples aside and spoke to them as they walked along. Listen, we are now going up to Jerusalem, and the Son of Man will be handed over to the chief priests and the scribes, and they will condemn him to death. They will hand him over to the heathen to ridicule and flog and crucify, and on the third day he will rise again. Now three times Jesus told them what was going to happen, and they came into the day unprepared. So how could they be unprepared? I mean, they had everything right there. They had him with him, them right there, telling him three times. But in Luke 18, we find out why. And in verse 34 of Luke 18, it says, But they did not understand any of this. His words were quite obscure to them, and they had no idea of what he meant. So here the disciples are. They've left their normal for a new normal of following Christ. But now that that new normal is gone, what is to happen next? I'm sure they were terrified about what would happen to them now that Jesus was gone. And for them, on the eve of the first, quote, Good Friday, or the evening of the first Good Friday, they had to be in despair. For they didn't know what, what we know happened. They only knew what happened that day, that moment. I imagine there was an awful lot of silence that night. Just wondering, where do we go next? Now, right now, our normal is going to, from the looks of it, be quite different for a while. Perhaps we're in the same time as what the disciples are. They left their new normal lives to follow Jesus. And for some of us, or possibly those that we know, this current pandemic we are in is an opportunity to do just that, to follow Jesus, because we've been too preoccupied with our normal lives. Now, there's a lot more to say, and we know this is not over. So right now, my plan is to be back with you again tomorrow for more. I want to thank you for taking the time to listen. Once again, if you're enjoying it, I would love for you to share with your fellow coaches and athletes or anyone else that you know. You can follow us on Twitter, at Coach Zealous, or like us on Facebook, The Zealous Coach. And you can find us on the Spotify podcast as well as SoundCloud. So if you have any suggestions, prayer requests, anything, please feel free to contact me at thezealouscoach at gmail.com. Until next time, Godspeed.